So the FBI has put black identity extremists at the top of their terror threats or their terrorist list. Believe it or not, they put black identity extremists above terrorist groups like Al-Qaeda. Now, this is unbelievable because when is the last time you've heard of a mass shooting at the hands of black extremists? When the, When is the last time a black extremist group let's let's say let's use an example let's say like black lives matter right they could they could call them a black identity extremist group cuz it's all about what you what you label a group when's the last time black lives matter went and shot up a bunch of white people doesn't happen but you got white extremist groups that breed people such as the man that went and shot up the um, mall in El Paso he went and, he went and did that because of his white extremist views and he was targeting so-called illegal immigrants so the young turks did a they did a um story on this i'm gonna go ahead and play this right quick just listen tyt's ken klippenstein has an exclusive and an amazing article where he has obtained leaked fbi documents that reveal the bureau's priorities under trump and they kind of underscore some things we'd kind of heard in the past, but definitely prove what a lot of us were afraid of. And let's get right to it. Um, under President Trump, the FBI's official counterterrorism priorities have included black identity extremists, anti-authority extremists, and animal rights slash environmental extremists, according to leaked bureau documents obtained exclusively by the Young Turks. So grave did the Bureau consider the threat of black extremists, Ken writes, that from 2019 to 2020, using new designations, it listed the threat at the very top of its counterterrorism priorities above even terror groups like Al-Qaeda. So you see I'm not bullshitting you. Right? You can see you see I'm not bullshitting you. What is a black identity extremist? The reason why that's important to understand is any black person that is pro-black or a black person that is concerned about the black community can be labeled as a black identity extremist. Let I want to make that clear so you understand that we're not talking just about groups such as the Black Panthers or the or the new Black Panther Party. Right? We're not even talking about just groups like that. We're not talking about uh the Nation of Islam. 
any black person that is concerned about the black community can make that list and you could be considered a terrorist or a potential threat to the United States of America because they are putting uh, black ex- black identity extremists above Al-Qaeda on this list by the FBI. When the hell have you seen black people go out and commit terrorist attacks? It's very rare that you even get a black person bold enough to even do a shooting on a mass scale. If anything, black people kill each other more than anything else. So all you (laughs) black people that want to Go join these gangs. You blooding, you cripping. You repping your hood. You can get put on this list. Or you're a community activist. Guess what? You can be put on this list. So Trump just continues to ignore the, the rise in white extreme right extre- uh, white extremist groups he just ignores that pretends like it doesn't exist it's not a problem it's not an issue you see it's amazing to me how many people don't know about this I thought it was going to be a shitload of black people talking about this. I thought it would be like a tsunami of YouTube videos, podcasters talking about this shit. But it's not. It's just something that kind of flew under everyone's radar. But they are making moves to make it so that you cannot voice your opinion without being labeled a terrorist. And people ask me, why do you talk about racism so much? It's because of shit like this. You can kiss my ass. Go fuck yourself. They say, oh, black people like the race bait. Black people like to make race an issue for everything. You think I want to talk about this shit all the time? No, but every day there's some new bullshit that we don't catch. That I catch. And then I give it to you. I hardly saw any YouTubers talking about this shit because that's the main platform now. Fuck TV. YouTube is the main platform now. YouTube and and podcasters run it. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't hardly see anything. I was shocked. 
I think Willie D from uh, the Ghetto Boys, you know, he has his YouTube channel. He talked about it. But hardly anybody else is talking about this shit. Colin Kaepernick can be put on that list. For kneeling. This is some crazy shit. Do you know how fucking dangerous this is? You know how fucking dangerous this shit right here is. You could actually. See, the thing is. Some of you might be saying to yourself right now, who gives a fuck? What you don't understand is they don't make moves all at once. What starts off as a small thing turns into something big. So what Trump did (laughs) and the FBI did was come up with this black identity extremist um, fantasy, this, this idea that black people that are pro-black pose this terror threat to America. When black people don't even give a fuck, for real, for real. We can't even get our people to, to organize in the community. How the fuck are we going to be a goddamn threat? There's so much division in the goddamn black community, but they're they're making these people believe that black people are trying to overthrow the government or something. And the thing is, it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. It doesn't matter. Perception is reality. And if we are perceived as terrorists, then guess what? That's what we are to them. They know what they're doing. They're setting this thing up for something bigger. Let me continue with this uh, with this clip here from Young Turks. And guys, in case you think that it was like a random discriminatory uh, list, meaning like, hey, it could have been that they were going to put it in alphabetical order, but they just happened to put the black identity extremists at the top, et cetera. No, it was in order. And, and white supremacist extremists, which have been doing most of the killings in, in this country for the long, since Trump's taken office, um, were ranked only a medium threat. Yeah. So all these mass shootings, all the synagogues, the mosques, the malls, everything, that's a medium threat. At the very top was black people. And the FBI, these are their documents. We, we obtained their documents. This, this is not our opinion, okay? Uh did they cite a single black extremist attack? Not one. Not- See? Did you hear what he just said? That's why I play these clips. People ask me, why do you play clips so much? Uh, not not everyone, but I do get that sometimes. I play it so that you get another perspective. Because sometimes people... People have this thing where they feel like, oh, that's just your opinion. So I let you hear it from someone else on a, on a, that's, I say somebody else that's like in, in uh media 
right? So you understand where I'm coming from. At the very top is black extremists, yet these white extremists are just the medium. They're not that big of a deal. When the number one terrorist threat in reality in this country is white supremacy. White people that are pissed off. White people that think that uh, illegal immigrants are taking their damn jobs. So they got to go shoot some. And trust me, I've talked to some. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you something. They have some pretty fucking crazy ideas. The reality is, is that technology is still in jobs. Computers are taking the jobs, but they have to blame it on illegal immigrants. Because that's what that's what the powers that be call for. They know what they're doing. They know they're going to call they're going to cause. Um, a racial divide and they're going to cause these uh, crazy nut job conspiracy theorists and these white supremacists to go shoot up synagogues, mosques, malls. Right. And then on top of that, a member of the KKK admitted that they have KKK members in the police departments, in politics, in media. So, look at this. Check it out. These police shootings of unarmed black men, these are white supremacists. They're they're not crazy-ass police officers. These are goddamn KKK members. White nationalists. But they're not being considered a top threat in America for terrorism. When they're the biggest terrorists in this goddamn country. But I'm supposed to shut the fuck up. I'm supposed to act like shit ain't happening right now. Like this shit ain't about to pop off. Black people don't find out shit until it's too late. Always been like that for some reason. We wait until shit's too late. It's true, man. Y'all know it's true. So I'm going to go ahead and um, continue on with this clip. Not one. Can I just say something really quickly about that? Because there is a case, uh, Rakim Balogun, which is often characterized as the uh, first attempted federal prosecution of a black identity extremist uh, since the FBI report about the supposed ideology, uh, which is totally made up and ridiculous. But uh, 
Balogun, whose legal name is Christopher Daniels, was arrested in December 2017 when officers in riot gear pulled him and his 15-year-old son out of their house and forced them to stand outside in the cold, handcuff them uh, in their underwear. Uh, Balogun spent the next five months in jail on a single illegal firearms possession charge. Now, remember that. This is going to be important with what I'm going to contrast this with. While prosecutors tried and failed to paint him as a domestic terrorist. Where did they get this information on Balogun? A FBI agent testified that he had been under surveillance for two years since video of him at an open carry rally against police brutality circulated online, including on the right-wing conspiracy site Infowars. Right, but so they're watching Alex Jones' uh, websites and going, "That's that's a threat." But most specifically, now, so here you have now. This is that was important. What he just said. This was a black man at a open carry rally for all of you uh, black people out there that are into, uh, you know, the right to bear arms. Because I have, I have seen that online. I've seen um, this, I forget what they call themselves, but it's a, it's a group of black men that, um, they demonstrate, you know, they go and they register and they get their guns and they want to get more um, black people registered, you know, to to be able to bear arms. And what he just said was the FBI was watching this black guy who was at an open carry rally. And they said, oh, he's a threat. Now, wait a minute. Why you people always talk about the right to bear arms? But the black guy goes to the open carry rally for the right to bear arms. And he's a threat. Oh, but I talk about racism too much. Bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. This is what I'm what I the purpose of me even talking about this right now is because the 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 idea of what a black identity extremist is is so loose that they could just throw anybody under that umbrella. I could be thrown on under it right now just for doing this goddamn podcast. You feel me? Any any one of us at this moment <laughs> could be thrown under that umbrella. And these are the things that the Trump administration is doing. And we and a lot of us are not aware of it. Why I say that? Because I don't hear the black community talking about it. I barely heard a peep. But we talked about Gucci with the black face. Right? We talked about that shit. We talked about Trayvon Martin. We talked about all this other shit. We talk about Colin Kaepernick. Whether he should be in the NFL or not. Why is the NFL blackballing him? That's all fine and dandy. But this shit right here more important. 
When you dealing with the FBI, that's serious shit. Ayanna Presley exposes the truth about this made-up term, black identity extremists. Take a listen. And the chair now recognizes the gentle lady from Massachusetts, Ms. Presley. Uh, Thank you, uh, Madam Chair. There is not a single doubt in my mind that the growing number of hate crimes taking place in this country are a byproduct of the hateful rhetoric being spewed regularly by the current occupant of our White House. This administration has emboldened white nationalism, white supremacy, and far-right extremism, including anti-Semitism and Islamophobia, all while suggesting these groups do not present a growing threat to our communities and national security. We know otherwise, and the witness testimony we've heard today is further proof that this is not the case. I want to thank the witnesses for being with us today, and I want to extend my deepest condolences to Mrs. Bro and the countless other families who have lost loved ones due to intolerance, hate, and bigotry. Mrs. Bro, your courage to come before us today and to stand up for what is right is a testament to the love that guided Heather's life and her quest for racial and social justice. Although there is no hierarchy of hurt throughout our nation's history, hate crimes have disproportionately impacted the black community. Since 1995, black Americans have been victims of 66% of all racially motivated hate crimes. The numbers don't lie. Black Americans continue to find themselves at the greatest risk. This year marks 400 years since the first African slaves arrived on the shores of Jamestown in the hull of ships robbed of their freedom, culture, and humanity. Racism against black Americans is entrenched in the enslavement of our African ancestors and has manifested in our nation's institutions and policies. And despite the progress we've made as a country, black Americans are still treated as second-class citizens, disproportionately targeted for driving while black, walking while black, lunching while black, organizing while black, literally existing while black. And to further that, (laughs) um, this this new uh whatever whatever it is called um this new list this FBI list that put black identity extremists at the top i keep saying that it's dangerous as hell because you could just be a community activist so what is the difference between a black person that's standing up to injustice and a black identity extremist. They're going to call you the same thing. Meanwhile, Mr. Shoot 'em up, Mr. If they don't reelect Donald Trump, MAGA hat wearing white nationalists, Is at the somewhere in the middle of the list. You got me? So this is going to be something that we better keep our eyes on. <laughs> you better keep your eyes on this one. 
Because right now, at this moment, we have to remember this. Um, what they're doing with the Latino communities, targeting them, telling them to go back to where they came from, really deep down inside, these racist motherfuckers want us to go back to Africa. It's true. It's true. They don't look at you like a so-called American citizen. You're not a citizen to them. It sounds stupid, and it is stupid, but you also have to remember this. When 9-11 happened, when, when the planes hit the towers, a lot of races as, and I know this because I went in the military around that time. I just signed up. But a lot of these gun-ho so-called patriots, these American patriots, one of the things that they said they wanted to do was go over there to the Middle East and kill some sand niggers. Not go get the terrorists. They wanted to kill some sand niggers. You already know how the media like to make us look. It's not it's not that difficult for them to put that terrorist tag on us and all of a sudden you've got that same energy right here in the United States. You might say that that sounds crazy. That sounds like something that'll never happen. But all of these gangs, these gangbangers, don't know that they've been putting y'all on the damn list any damn way. Now they're moving to put community activists on the list by labeling you, labeling you as black identity extremists. And that word extremist is very important. Because that separates you from just being an activist. So you're now no longer an activist. You are labeled extremist. <laughs> you can see this coming a mile away. I'm telling you. Let's continue on with this clip here. Again, this is um, Representative Ayanna Presley. Driving while black, walking while black, lunching while black, organizing while black, literally existing while black. In 2017, an FBI intelligence assessment leaked identifying quote unquote black identity extremists as a prime threat to law enforcement officers. To be clear here, the FBI was tracking peaceful protesters while advising local law enforcement agencies that these groups were a violent threat. This is the same agency that secretly spied on Dr. King and civil rights activists for their pursuit of equality for black Americans, a movement that at the time, if we're telling the truth, was vilified, and yet today we celebrate. 
Mr. Austin or German, yes or no, since I have limited time, do you believe that so-called black identity extremists are a significant threat to law enforcement? Yes or no? The name BIE is a made-up term that is reckless and that is something that is simply going to continue the problems that we are seeing right now where a thousand people die at the hands of law enforcement every year. Uh, it should have never been put out. It should have never been given to state and local. It should have never been done. And I agree with that statement. Okay, so again, for the record, do you believe that so-called black identity extremists are a significant threat to law enforcement? No, I don't believe there's such a thing. Thank you. Mr. German, are you aware of any data that would justify the FBI's focus on that issue or surveillance of groups like Black Lives Matter? Uh, no, not data that would justify that. I don't believe there's data that would justify that kind of surveillance. Are you aware of the agency's use of face recognition technology to survey and target groups like Black Lives Matter? I, I'm aware that facial recognition technology is being used in law enforcement broadly and by the FBI as well. And at a time when black Americans are three times more likely to be killed by police, a document like the FBI's intelligence assessment is not just misleading, it is reckless and dangerous. Uh, Mr. German, what do you see as the danger posed by the FBI's messaging on so-called black identity extremists? Well, if you, if you look at that intelligence assessment, it, it has a lot of information, very poorly analyzed, putting up things that are not related together uh, in a way that poses a, a, a scary message to law enforcement without any advice about what to do about it. So all that they can do is be afraid that, that black activists pose a threat to them. So when Okay. That's what they have. Black activists <laughs> pose a threat to them. You think they're shooting black people now? You think police officers are shooting black people now? Now they have a reason to. This list gives them a reason. Okay, so KKK memorabilia was found in the home of a Muskegon, Michigan police officer by a black man. <laughs> a black man found KKK memorabilia in this white cop's home. In Michigan. Now, the thing is, this cop is, I believe he was, he had been a police officer for about, what, 22 years, I think they said. 22 years. Do you know how many people this dude is probably arrested? That were probably innocent. KKK memorabilia. I'm going to go ahead and play this clip. This is from. Um, a Wood TV 8. And off the 
top tonight at 6, cop controversy in Muskegon. An officer with a KKK item hanging up in his house. The item and Confederate flags were discovered by prospective home buyers, an African-American couple. And tonight, the community is awaiting the results of an internal investigation. Meanwhile, the Muskegon County prosecutor is now weighing in. News 8's Barton Dieter spoke with him today, and he's live with the very latest tonight. Barton? Now, whether or not there's any reasonable explanation for why this officer, a 22-year veteran, had these items in his house remains to be seen. But it is having an impact on the community here. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Everybody's entitled to be angry as a result of it. Muskegon County Prosecutor D.J. Hilson says he's in the same boat as the rest of us, waiting to hear what the police internal investigation reveals about the items found in the Holton home of 22-year department veteran Charles Chuck Anderson. But Hilson has started considering the impact it could have on his job. Absolutely creates an issue. Uh, and each case uh, would have to be individually evaluated as to how much of an issue that created uh, for a successful prosecution. But he makes one thing clear. First and foremost, obviously, uh, the Muskegon County Prosecutor's Office does not uh, condone uh, racist behavior or conduct. We just don't condone it whatsoever. Hilson believes police will do a thorough and transparent investigation that will hopefully satisfy the question of citizens. This, obviously... Uh, I don't know how far back it pushes us, but certainly it doesn't push us forward. He said it's more important than ever for law enforcement to reach out to the community and a group like Muskegon's Social Justice Commission, on which Hilson has a seat, along with police and community leaders. And I guarantee you, our next meeting, we're going to have a conversation about this, because it is, it's upsetting. Uh, it's, it's an area that uh, is certainly in the forefront, and it's an area that uh, we have to continue to work on. Now... How many of you remember, I believe it was about, it was about a month ago, the police officer was found down in Florida. I think it's Jackson County, Florida, not Jacksonville, but I think Jackson County. He was, he got caught on body cam planting drugs on people. This is, and what's crazy is he didn't just discriminate against um, black people or Latinos. He did that shit to everybody, even a white woman. And that's when it got exposed because he did it to a white woman and she wasn't having that shit. The police is full of racist-ass pigs. I'm telling you. And the thing is, you know, when I went in the military, I went in as basically an MP. And I saw this shit for myself. And, you know, a lot of those same people got out and got jobs on the on the police force. Because that's what the police usually hire ex-military, um, ex-military service members. Now, death threats 
have been made to this couple, this black couple that discovered the KKK memorabilia in, in this man's house. And um, this is from M Live it says, um, Muskegon area police have confirmed a threat was made on social media against an African-American man who found Ku Klux Klan memorabilia and Confederate flags inside a police officer's home that was for sale. The man, his name is uh, Robert, Math Robert Mathis, told M Live uh, Muskegon Chronicle on Monday that Muskegon Town um, Township Police on Sunday, August the 11th, notified him and his family about a credible threat against their lives. So um, the police chief confirmed that an officer from his department visited Mathis at his home um, Sunday to tell him about the threat. Um, and his department was the first to be notified. So shit is real, man. And you ain't, things are getting worse. Tensions are, are just getting worse, man. It's getting worse. You know, and it, and people tell me you talk about racism too much. I say I don't talk about the shit enough. When I do the Victor Morrow show, I talk about everything. I talk about politics. I talk about shit that's going on in, in the news. I talk about everything. I kind of backed away from talking about racism so much because I, I didn't want that to be the only thing I talked about. But shit is getting real. It's getting real. And the thing is, you see, I look at shit that a lot of people don't look at. I actually go to KKK websites, white nationalist websites, um, and I look and I see what they're talking about. How many how many black people actually do that shit? Nobody does that. I do it because I want to see what these motherfuckers are talking about. I want to see what their plans are. So sometimes I might come from, I might say something that comes from way out of left field. And niggas be like, yo, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I see what these motherfuckers have planned, what they got up their sleeve. I see what they're thinking. Why not? They do that shit to us. Study us like a fucking, uh, like a lab rat. Why not look and see what your enemy's doing? And just pay attention to and, and take notes and look at their plans. Because if you think that they don't have a plan and a strategy, you out your goddamn mind. I'm going to tell y'all something. I would not be shocked if when 2020 came around, and Trump loses that damn election if we don't have a fucking civil war in this country. Because what you think is that these are just goddamn Trump supporters. Nah. What you don't know is that for years they've been planning to try to overthrow, not only overthrow the government, but 
so-called take their country back. Remember that? We want our country back. That's their rally cry. Make America great again. And you just think that they just sitting up here talking about illegal immigrants. Nah. Talking about your black ass too. They want to get your black ass too. Shit's going to get real, especially if Trump loses that damn election. It's going to get really ugly and violent. 